0: Welcome to Echo Sunday Service. I'm Sam, and I know this is a little bit different for us, but we know that it can be just as powerful as us gathering together on a Sunday. Some tips to help you out during this time and just how to lead your friends and family. You're going to want to create a space. If you don't have to have your phone while you're watching this, maybe place it in the other room. Gather the family together. Physically have them near. That togetherness is powerful. During worship, stand up, raise your hands, close your eyes, kneel if you feel like you should. Sometimes the best worship happens when no one sees you. Pray out loud. If you're by yourself, still pray out loud or maybe FaceTime and Echo Friend. Our words are powerful. Be sure to take sermon notes and share those takeaways. Sometimes what you take away can be really powerful for someone else. Let us know how we can be praying for you. Comment on this video or email us those prayer requests. And remember, include the kids, lead by example, and be sure to join in on their service as well. Here's kind of what to expect out of today. Our very own Echo Band leading us in worship, a wonderful message from Andy and Christy, some time for prayer and worship together with you and your family. And then finally, as we slide into home, we get to hear from one of our favorites, Scotty McScott. And if you don't know him, you're going to want to stick around. Who knows what kind of windbreaker he's going to wear this week. Hey, Echo Church, this is Brie Molin.
1: And I'm Isaac. And we want to share with you guys a scripture that's been really impactful in our lives. It's actually one that I have posted on the wall in my locker um, at work.
2: So it's Psalm 91, verse 1, 2, and verse 4. Those who live in the shelter of the Most High will find rest in the shadow of the Almighty. This I declare about the Lord. He alone is my refuge, my place of safety. He is my God, and I trust Him. He will cover you with his feathers, he will shelter you with his wings. His faithful promises are your armor and protection. We believe that God's word is um, full of his promises, and that as we tuck into um, his presence and we read more of his truth, and we put those at the forefront of our mind, There's gonna be a peace that passes all understanding that we walk with and people around us are gonna notice that and they're going to um, wonder. And I think it's an opportunity that we have to share our faith.
3: A canvas for My story isn't over, my story's just begun. Failure won't define me, cause that's what my father does. I said, Failure doesn't mind me, cause that's what my father does.
4: Ooh.
3: The story isn't over, if the story isn't good. Sing
4: wide,
3: death
4: come to life Love is on the move when the fire's in the room. Miracles take place
5: Lord, we lean into you today. We thank you. We praise you and we put our trust in you. We thank you for your presence as you invade our space, our living rooms and our kitchens, maybe our cars. Lord, have your way today in Jesus' name. And everybody says, up, I'm so glad that you would join us at our Echo Online Sunday service. My hope and prayer is this, that you sense God today, that you are encouraged, and that we as a people, as a community, as a city of a world, that we would do this together. Now today we are entering a brand new series that we're calling Hear Me Roar. Now let me just tell you a little bit about this series. We have been planning for about six months. We've been praying and processing and and, and just putting our heads together about, uh, about this one idea of sharing people's stories, beginning to celebrate and champion what God is doing in and through people. And we felt like that was just a great idea and that we were going to do a series, uh, really four to five weeks, just celebrating what God's doing. And then all of a sudden this happens and, and all of a sudden we're online and I, and I started asking, should we do this or should we not? And after considering and praying and, and talking, uh, we, had, we felt like we had a resounding yes. Yes, we should celebrate in the midst of this moment. See, Proverbs 19, 21 says this, many are the plans in a person's heart, but it's the Lord's purpose that prevails. And my hope in this series is this, that God would begin to reveal the roar within me. And beyond me, I'm hoping and I'm praying that God reveals the roar within us. I also am praying, even though we've got uh, some vision and direction and some great ideas and a great community of people, I am hoping that God reveals the roar within Echo Church so then we could be a church within Rochester that is making a difference. Now, I'm not sure if you've ever watched Lion King, the brand new make of it. uh, There's a scene where Scar is ushering down Simba into the gorge, and he's walking, and he's talking, and he's beginning to explain to, to Simba that this is where all lions go to find their roar, and Simba, and, his, and really honestly, just with a, a innocent question, says, all lions, even my dad, And Scar replied and said, even Mufasa came when he was your age and he refused to leave until he heard it above the rim. Now, if you've watched this movie, you know that it's a trap. But ultimately, this trap and this circumstance and this moment in Simba's life ultimately shaped the rest of it. And I feel like today that the circumstance that we're all in with this COVID 19, and, and there's a little bit of hysteria, and some people are freaking out and they're hoarding, and, and it's just like you can just see humanity beginning, uh, it's just being revealed. At the very same time, I feel that these are the moments, that these are the times that the best stories are gonna come from. I really believe in all my heart the best art, the best music. The best memories will come in this moment. See, I believe that this is the moment and this is the time that we will learn our roar. One thing that makes me feel better in the midst of this circumstance as we are as a people collectively within a gorge, within a valley, is understanding this one thing that people other people have gone through similar circumstances. And so today, if you wouldn't mind, would you open up to Daniel chapter 6? And before we read the 10th verse, I just want to kind of set up the context. Daniel is is a Jew, and he was taken from his country, and he was brought into Babylon to serve a pagan king. In fact, it's not just one king, it's Pagan kings, because there's adversity even within that kingship or that kingdom. And what leads up to Daniel six is is this: is Daniel has moved up in leadership, and there's a bunch of people that are just really envious of Daniel, and and he's he has favor and he's getting the king's attention, and he's 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 in a place of influence. And so people start looking at him, and they're angry, and they're like, how can we bring this guy down? And so all these other leaders came with the king and said, hey, let's make this one rule that you can't pray to anybody else except you, king. And the king's like, sure, that sounds good. And so he ends up making that that declaration. And, and and where I want to start reading is in verse 10. And it says, it says this, on learning that the document had been signed, Daniel went home. The windows of the upstairs room were open in the direction of Jerusalem. And there he kneeled down three times a day. And he prayed. And he gave thanks to God, just as he Had done before. Now, what happens is those people that had created that rule or that law, man, they caught Daniel in the act of praying, seeking and thanking his God. And they came back to King Darius and they said, hey, guess what? Daniel's broken your rule you have to throw him in the lion's den and so that's exactly what happens and Darius doesn't want to do it but he he knows he has to and verse 18 it says this it says the king spent the night without eating last week I talked about this this exact concept that we in this circumstance in this moment I believe God's calling us to pray you know the rest of the story They put Daniel in the lion's den and he has to spend a whole night with a bunch of hungry lions. They have a bunch of really loud roars and some really long fangs. And as King Darius stays up all that night, he wakes up in the morning and he opens the mouth of this pit. And he yells down to Daniel and he says, has your God saved you? And God did. He stepped into Daniel's circumstances and he, he closed the mouth of the lions. In this moment, in this time, we're called to be a people that lean into God and say, hey, even though the circumstance and the situation is out of our hands, we know that you are in control. See, I want to tell you this one thing. To roar like lions, we must first enter the pit. Of the lions. If we're going to learn how to roar like a lion, man, we first need to go and be okay with being in the gorge, being into the place of pressing, and just understanding this one thing that God is in control. One of my favorite parts of this story is after they get Daniel out of the lion's den, King Darius makes another declaration. And it says this, I hear within issue a decree that everywhere in my kingdom, people are to tremble and be in awe of the God of Daniel. This is the pagan king. This is him saying that. And then it continues on and he almost like writes this song or this poem. He says, for he is a living God. He endures forever. His kingdom will never be destroyed His rulership will last till the end. He saves, he rescues. He does signs and wonders both in heaven and on earth. He delivered Daniel from the powers of the lions. So today, this is where I want to leave us at. That this is the moment and this is the time. God wants to begin to draw us near to Him. And if we're going to learn our roar, we've got to do three things. Number one, we've got to become people of prayer. And God is calling us in this very moment to lean into Him, to learn His voice as He leads us through this time. The second, we want to be like Daniel, and he's calling us to get on our knees. And surrender. He's calling us to be people of surrender. He's calling us to lay aside our desires and our plans and our purpose and our own contrived peace and say, Lord, I surrender. Now, if you've been a part of Echo for a time, uh, we invite people who are far from God to start a relationship with God. And we do this by praying a simple prayer. Prayer. And just before I tell you the third thing we need to do, what I want to do is invite people who are sitting there and watching this online to pray this with us to take a step towards God. And I believe when you do, God will meet you where you are. And then when you wake up tomorrow, pray this again. Let's pray this, Echo Church. Pray this out loud with your family. Uh, Lean in to your friends and uh, let's accept Jesus as our Savior. Jesus, I surrender. I have more questions than answers, but I choose to follow you anyway. I acknowledge acknowledge that that you lived, lived, you you died, died, and and you rose again, again. all All with with us us in mind. mind.
2: I accept accept the the rescue that you offer. Save me and lead me. In Jesus' name and his authority, amen. Lastly, if we're going to be people who learn our roar, we need to be people of thanks. When we look at Daniel's life and what he was facing, the circumstance, the obstacles and the hurdles that he was up against, he was a man who gave thanks in all circumstances and all things. And I think right now there is no sweeter season for us to be people of thanks. And maybe you're sitting here and we can have we can come up with every excuse of why I don't want to be thankful, why I'm def- why I honestly have had moments this week where I have felt defeated, I have felt vulnerable, I have lost hope in moments. But I know what if there is one thing that God is calling us to do is that he wants us to be thankful in this season. I know there has never been a seven-day period where I have been home the whole time with my kids. And I just think that there are so many wins in the past week. And if we look at our day in a different perspective, God is trying to stretch us and use this time. And I fully believe that there's going to be Years down the road were re-referenced back to 2020 and the lessons that were learned, the things that were created, the moments that were shared. And our kids right now, if you have children sitting at home, they're going to remember how we responded, how we loved them through it. And I'm not saying we need to just put on this happy face and not face our feelings, but we're just challenging you right now for the next seven days to find the good in every day. To look at every single day as an opportunity of how you can love those around you, how you can be a light in this darkness. So find that moment. And if you don't have a moment, create it. So what is one thing you can do today to create a special moment? And then when you're in that moment, realize it. So whether it's jotting it down, whether it's acknowledging it verbally, like this is pretty special. I know our girls, even this week, like we watched a couple of movies back to back, made a picnic on the floor. Like I usually don't let them have pizza in the living room. They got to have pizza in the living room, just trying to be present. And then when you're in that, savor it and savor that moment. Because if we acknowledge it and we're talking about it, it's going to be even more powerful. And then lastly, what if we give thanks? So whether it's going around, even with the people you're with right now, what are you thankful for? Say it out loud. And if it's every single morning and every night, just that gratitude It's huge. And we don't want to minimize the fear, the anxiety, or just any emotion that you guys are facing right now. We know this is hard, but we fully believe that there's purpose in this. I want to leave you with a quote today from the book, The Voyage of the Dawn Treader. And it says this, This was the very reason why you were brought to Narnia, that by knowing me here for a little, you may know me better there. And, you know, when these kids entered the city of Narnia, they didn't know what they were expe- what to expect. They were afraid. There's a lot of similarities to what we're facing right now. But we fully believe that God has us here for a reason, and we are not alone. We're going to close in prayer. And so if you're sitting here with someone right now or you're in your kitchen, you're in your car, I just want to challenge you to grab the person's hand next to you. Get your kids, put them on your lap, and we're just going to pray together. God, we just come to you right now. And I thank you for allowing us to to still be the church, God, to still show up, God. And I just pray right now for every single person that's joining us right now. I pray that you will meet them in their living room, in their kitchen, in their car, in their family room. God, I pray right now that you will just bring joy and bring light into their homes, God. I pray right now for purpose in this season, God. And I pray right now for the moments that you want us to find and create and cultivate, God, and just savor. I pray for a new perspective. I pray for this seven-day challenge, God, of us just looking at things in a different lens. I thank you for this time, that it is so valuable, God, and that we can't even put a value on it. And I just pray right now that you will be with every single person. I pray that you will give them a fresh perspective. I pray for a renewal of the mind. And I pray right now for your presence of peace to fill their rooms, God, fill their hearts, and fill their minds in your holy name. Before you go, let's take a few moments and soak in God's presence as the band leads us in a few more songs.
6: Light of the world You step down Into darkness Open mouth. My- So here I am to worship, here I am to bow down, here I am to say that you're my God You're all together lovely All together worthy All together wonderful to me See it again, just a voice here I am to worship. Here I am to bow down. Here I am to say that you're my God. You're all together, love.
1: God. We are so thankful that church isn't canceled. It just looks a little different this week. Now, if earlier in the service you said that prayer for the first time, that prayer of surrender, or maybe you said it for the first time in a long time, would you please do us a favor? Would you click on this link below? And will you give us an opportunity to walk with you, to support you and encourage you on that journey? Now, Echo Church has been a generous church from the very beginning. And even though things are a little interesting right now, you've continued to be faithful. And we just want to thank you and encourage you to just know that you're making a difference. And we want to be that church that's ready to make a difference in our community and around the world. So thank you for that. Now, as next steps, one thing we want to think about is there was three points that Andy and Christy really focused on in the message today. One is be people of prayer. The second idea was what if we surrender our plan? And the third was, what if we're people of thanks? And when I think about those three things, what a life-changing, light-sharing people we would be if we embraced those ideas. So let's take Christy's advice, and for the next seven days, let's find good. Let's find good in all things. We are so glad that you joined us this week. We look forward to seeing you next week, especially you, Sam I Am.